Welcome to the Dear Rochester Retire Well Podcast with David Pulsini from Six Point Financial Partners. In this podcast, find your path towards a brighter financial future with David as your guide as he helps individuals, educators, and healthcare professionals explore ways they can build wealth while minimizing risk using a multifaceted, comprehensive approach to personal finance. Are you ready to take the first step towards a brighter financial tomorrow? Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I had something that I wanted to address that as a financial advisor, I feel like I have to. I was recently on some different social media pages and apps, and someone local was asking for a recommendation to a financial advisor. Most of you have seen that. You might be on Facebook or next the Nextdoor app or something, and, and somebody's asking, hey, do you know a good financial advisor? And especially within the community groups within each. And I, as an outsider, right, I see that. Obviously, I'm not on there asking for a financial advisor. But I'm always curious as to what is being posted in response. And my favorite is that there is always someone that chimes in with a, you don't need an advisor. I do my own investments myself, and I'm doing better than most advisors. And I love that. And I'll tell you why. Or another that says, this is my favorite, actually. What does a financial advisor even do anyway? I wanted to address those two questions and answer those folks. And maybe I can post this as a response to those from now on. But I've seen it enough that I thought I would answer these. And then I can use this again to post as a link as a response to those questions. But more importantly, I really wanted to answer these questions and address the concern for our listeners and our friends. And I wanted to pe- people to be aware of where they are getting advice from. It's already confusing enough. And then to see someone posting those things, it only makes it more difficult to understand. Let's start with the first person who said, I do my own investments myself and I'm better than most advisors. That's great. First, I'll address the fact that I'm 100% positive that most people do not want to care to or have the time to do this themselves. And most folks know what I'm talking about. How much can you take out of your current investments and never run out of money? When is the absolute best time to take Social Security? Are you 100% confident in your investment strategy? Are you paying too much in taxes? Why? If something were to happen to you today, what would they find? If you are doubting any of this and would like a second opinion or to review these items, along with many more, feel free to reach out to us. You can visit us at www.sixpointsfp.com or email us at info at sixpointfp.com. Back to the show. One of the advisors on my team, and I said this in the last podcast, often says, you need to have the will, the skill, and the time to do this on your, on your own. If one of those things is missing, you should have a professional handle your investments. With all of that said, since we were just talking about investments, investments are just one piece of what an advisor does, by the way, where most people think that is all that an advisor does, just investments, which I'll address later in this episode. But here are some things I'd like to talk to the person about that is saying, we don't need an advisor. I do my investments myself. And bear with me through this. I know it's a lot, but this is just what a financial advisor thinks when they hear that. Number one, what investments are you managing on your own? Meaning like, are you managing retirement assets? Is it after-tax dollars? Then I would say, how are you choosing your funds? What are, what are the goals for the investments and the accounts that you're managing yourself? And what is your process for choosing the investments? Do you have that in place? So I would ask them about their strategy to minimize taxes. 
I would ask if they're they are certain that the money they are adding to the accounts is going into the right type of account now while also planning for the future. How often are you rebalancing? What is your investment philosophy again? Are you familiar with short and long-term capital risk, capital gains risks and, and rates based on your income? And what are your what are your upside and downside capture in the short term and the long term? These are all different questions that I'm thinking of. And here's a good one. If you have a significant other, are they comfortable knowing that you are doing the asset management at your house or at work? This is a great one because most times we would hear from the significant other, oh, I don't know. He or she just does it and they look at it all the time. And by the way, that's normal. But I'm telling you, if they knew the risks and the tax ramifications and the potential losses versus gains and understood what goes into this, that significant other that does not do it might feel less comfortable. One last thing I'll say for person number one is when the markets are up and then up and then up again, that's when we hear from these folks. It is rare that we hear from them or they're posting on these sites about their investment returns when the markets are down. That's just true. I'm not picking on anyone at all. I'm just simply saying that there should be more thought overall into going go, that goes into choosing your investments rather than maybe reading some articles or watching a TV show and picking a few stocks or your own pie chart. So just be warned, my friends. I'm trying to help the people that are on social media that are looking for real financial advice. And I thought I'd point that out. And the second person, remember what I talked about was what does a financial advisor do anyway? This is actually a great question and it should be addressed because most people don't know what advisors do. What do advisors do? And I think the best way that I can answer that is to go back to the beginning of my own career and what I was doing versus what we do now. And this will make sense in a minute. So again, bear with me. But for the sake of time, a new advisor's job is to get clients any way possible. So many firms will have an advisor bring in a list of 25 to whatever, 500, 500 people or some number of people that they know along with them on their first day. And I'll call those folks unsuspecting. So those unsuspecting 25 to 500 people are going to get a postcard in the mail, an email announcement, or some sort of notice letting them know that Johnny is a new advisor. I'm just naming the new advisor, Johnny. Then Johnny will begin to call, text, email, meet for coffee, and give a talk on what he's doing now. And by the way, I did the same thing. It's just the way that you have to begin. Johnny's then trained to turn the conversation into, hey, if you ever want a second opinion or a, hey, who handles your life insurance for you now? Or, or basically some iteration of a sales question or sales presentation, many times with their new sales manager, which makes it even more uncomfortable than it may have already been because you've known this person their whole life. Now they're in there trying to get you to buy some financial product with them for long-term goals that and you know they just started. So I, I know that's awkward. And I've literally seen hundreds of advisors come and go after they've run, run through their list. It, here's my point. When enough people throughout the years have been on the receiving end of this, I can see where the general public would say, oh no, not another financial advisor. What do they even do anyway? They're just trying to sell me something. Once you've, and you all know this if you're listeners and, and you've experienced this before. Once you've experienced this as a consumer or a prospective client, the lens in which you would view an advisor is just different. And typically it's not positive. They're just trying to sell me something. And then those folks think that's what an advisor does. And I know all of this because I did it. I think the thing that I may have done differently and why I'm still around was not bother people. And I was quickly able to grow by just adding some small value. 
Um, but that's for a different day. When I see what does a financial advisor do anyway, I'm assuming that these folks are referring to this type of advisor. A quick interruption. Six Point Financial Partners is taking on new clients. If you would like to take the next step in planning your future with Dave or the Six Point team, please visit them at www.sixpointfp.com to schedule a time or reach out via LinkedIn, Facebook, or simply find us on the internet by searching Six Point Financial Partners. Okay, back to the show. Let's contrast that with, I'll say this nicely, a more experienced advisor and what they actually do. And I can distill it down to this. They give their clients and prospective clients advice. That's it. It's not a sale. It's a consultation, a conversation, a dialogue. You go back to episode 40, you can go back to episode 43 and uh, listen to exactly what a first meeting looks like. That would do a better job of showing the difference in just a first meeting. And obviously that's just where it begins. Again, back to the question, what does an advisor do? They give advice around your investments. They help you minimize the big mistakes and they offer advice around long-term tax planning in regards to your investments, which I kind of already mentioned from the first person. And they'll match your goals with your investments. So what does your pie chart look like? Advisors give advice on retirement income planning. So they'll help you determine how much do you need in retirement, and then they'll help you figure out where it comes from. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I've said that so many times, how much do you need? Where is it going to come from? Then they will help you achieve peace of mind and confidence in retiring when you want to. Or maybe you want to sell your business when you want to, and you're moving on to something else. They'll also help you figure out how and when to take money from your accounts. Which account do you take it from, pre-tax or after-tax? Okay, Which pension option will you take? Or what can you do with the cash from the sale of your business? Advisors will help consolidate accounts and, and make your financial life more organized. And I've had folks with, my record was 17 different retirement accounts that we were able to put into one. That alone was a big value add for those people. But another, another thing in retirement income, we've talked a lot about this. A good advisor can help maximize your social security. The, the advisor will remind you of Medicare enrollment, help you make sure that you're getting and taking what you're supposed to out of your required minimum distributions from the accounts that you need. A great advisor will study and know the legal aspects of the investments in retirement accounts so that they can use tax code and tax law to your advantage as the client. Okay. A financial advisor will give you advice around having the proper amounts of insurance, not too much, not too little, and not to sell it, but to make sure that you and your family or your beneficiaries, charities, or whomever you'd like to get the proceeds of your stuff or the insurance policies will actually get them. And they'll make sure that your family's in the best possible scenario should something happen to you. They'll do the same for disability insurance and long-term care insurance if it makes sense. And again, this is all from a place of advice and consultation, not a sale. Another thing a good advisor will do is help you minimize taxes now and in the future. They'll help you direct your savings or withdrawals or from the proper accounts based on your situation and based on your current tax law, on the current tax laws. And what I mean by that is we'll meet with folks and they'll say, hey, Dave, I have $1,000 extra per month to save. Where should I put it? Advisors will help with that. I know this is a lot. Um, let me give you a couple more. Then we'll wrap this up. So another thing a financial advisor will do is give you advice on making sure that your estate planning documents are done and up to date. This is a huge one, folks. I've, I've beaten this to death throughout the podcast in, in 50 episodes so far, but an advisor can get into complex trust planning and contributions and distributions if it's needed. They can give advice around gifting to people and charities and all the other things that come with it. 
And they should know or at least have quick access to answers on very in-depth issues for generational wealth planning. And those laws are consistently changing and they'll change again. And your, your advisor should be on top of that. The advisor should also be ensuring that the beneficiaries in your estate plan match those in your investment accounts and insurance policies. Advisors should also be able to give advice around your business, your real estate portfolio, your ideas around leveraging your assets and potentially even giving advice around growing your business. Then to top it all off, they should be reviewing with you on a consistent and proactive basis. That's a big thing for us. We have a communications calendar and and good advisors do, and they'll communicate and add value wherever they can. So an advisor works closely with clients on all of these things. And as the clients have changes in their lives and their needs evolve, the advisor should be there to guide them. And you can see how that's not a sale or what do advisors do anyway. We get several very important questions daily that we need to answer for our clients. They'll email us, call us, whatever it is, text, and we have to be there to help give advice. So we have people that get married, they get divorced, they buy and sell homes and real estate, they change careers, sell businesses, they want to retire, and and, and so many more big-time life events. And these folks want guidance. 99% of the time, an experienced advisor has seen these scenarios potentially hundreds of times. How many times have we walked somebody through their retirement plan? Hundreds. And as a client, you only have to do it once. That alone should be a big value add, timelines and other things as far as retirement goes. My last point here, financial advisors, what what do we do all day? Financial advisors have a business to run themselves. People typically do not think of this. They just think of their advisor being their advisor. But an advisor, especially an independent advisor, is usually running their own business. They may have payroll, staff, offices to run, different providers for HR, for billing, technology, marketing, and and a lot more to take care of. As soon as an advisor has one client that they are doing the work for that I had described, they are now running a business. And it never ends, folks. We don't stop thinking about it. And we're constantly thinking of strategies to grow. An advisor should be studying the industry, the business, the current investment markets, retirement income space, the risk management ideas and updates, the tax law, the estate laws, and all of that stuff. I think that answers the question of what does an advisor do anyway? And I'm more than happy to run through it with those folks that post that stuff on social media. And again, this might be my response going forward. So if you live in the area and you see that on there, you know it's me now. And if it doesn't answer that question, reach out to us. We'd be happy to get into more if you want to. Most most people are like, please don't do that to me. I don't want to get into any more. And again, if that doesn't seem possible, trust me, we could get into more. But that's it. I f- hope you found this valuable. I hope it was helpful. And for now, make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Dear Rochester Retire Well podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Six Point Financial Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Content here is for illustrative and educational purposes only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously.
This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analysis of Six Point Financial Partners. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, Private Client Services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Six Point Financial Partners or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Six Point Financial Partners, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.